Welcome to Day 226 of the New Way. I'll read John 1220 20-30. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. They came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, they said, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went to tell Andrew. Andrew and Philip in turn told Jesus. Jesus replied, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No! It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. The crowd that was there and heard it said it had thundered. Others said an angel had spoken to him. Jesus said, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. I'll reread John twelve twenty four. Verily, truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. You've planted seeds and watched them grow. You know that as the seed germinates, it essentially falls apart and the plant emerges from it. If it grows and becomes a healthy plant, it will produce more seed than what was planted. Okay, how is this like Jesus' death? If Jesus dies, then many, many people, including you and me, can invite him into our core and become alive instead of empty and have eternal life. Then Jesus applies the same principle to us. I'll reread it in John 12, 25 through 26. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me, and where I am, my servant also will be. My Father will honor the one who serves me. What does it cost to follow Jesus? Death to self. By that I mean you have to say no to self being in charge of your life and let the Holy Spirit be in charge. 
anyone who decides that they don't want to invite Jesus into their God-shaped vacuum will lose their life. And anyone who decides that they want to live eternally must put self to death or stop it from being in charge and making the decisions. Now, some groups have taken John 12:25 to extremes and they mutilate and harm the body to gain some spiritual gain. I don't believe that Jesus was saying hate as in abuse or treat with contempt, but rather that our love for him must exceed our love for self. It's normal as a human to desire to be in charge. That's the goal of every teenager, to be free from adult supervision. God says that unless we put that desire for self to be our boss to death, it will cause us to miss what he has planned for us. To willingly become obedient to Jesus results not only an internal life, but abundant life. Jesus says there will be a reward for the one who chooses to serve him instead of self. Did Jesus practice what he preached? I'll read John twelve twenty seven and 28, and you look for ways that Jesus put his self in submission to God's will. John twelve twenty seven and 28. Now my soul is troubled, and what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No, it was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. I believe that Jesus was fully human and wanted to live. I believe that he chose to say no to self in order to obey God's plans for him. What happened when Jesus made this statement of commitment to God? Here's another instance of God speaking verbally so that all could hear. Wow! Can you imagine being there? I wonder if Jesus' followers heard and understood it, and the empty people just heard thunder. I don't know, but apparently John heard the voice and recorded it here for us. I guarantee you that if you make this commitment to God, to let him be in charge instead of self, things will begin to change in your life. Your family's life, your friends' lives, your church, and your community. Dwight L. Moody was a shoe salesman when he heard a man say, The world has yet to see what God can do with and for and through and in a man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him. This phrase has challenged me, and I hope it will challenge you. 
Mr. Moody was just an ordinary man, but God began to use him in supernatural ways. He became one of the greatest evangelists of the 19th century, preaching all over America and Great Britain and leading thousands and thousands of people to Jesus. In his service, Dale.